Philosophy Pod. In this episode, we'll be looking at the philosophical concept of determinism. The determinist view suggests that every event or state of affairs, including every human decision and action, is the consequence of antecedent or prior events in accordance with the natural laws. In simple terms, determinism holds that everything that happens is determined by a pre-existing causal chain, and thus free will, as commonly understood, is an illusion. The roots of determinism stretch back to ancient philosophy. The pre-Socratic philosopher Heraclitus postulated that all events occur according to the logos, an underlying principle of order. Meanwhile, the atomists, Leucippus and Democritus, introduced a mechanistic determinism, positing that the motion of atoms determined the course of the universe. However, determinism was articulated most famously by the Stoics, who maintained that everything unfolds according to divine reason. For them, human beings could achieve freedom by accepting necessity and living according to nature. In the modern era, Thomas Hobbes and Baruch Spinoza, writing in the 1600s, were central figures in the development of determinism. Hobbes, writing in Leviathan, argued that human choice follows deterministic laws of nature akin to physical causation, and Spinoza, in ethics, argued that everything, including human behavior, is determined by God or nature. In the 1700s, David Hume later explored the relationship between causation and human understanding, suggesting that our beliefs about causality are the result of habit rather than logical necessity. And finally, in the 19th century, determinism was influenced by the rise in science, especially the work of Isaac Newton, whose laws of motion suggested a clockwork universe. This mechanical determinism was challenged by the advent of quantum mechanics in the 20th century, which introduced an element of fundamental indeterminacy at the micro level. Now let's talk about some of the most common arguments for determinism. We'll break them into two categories, the causal arguments and the neuroscientific arguments. One of the most common arguments for determinism stems from the observation of causality in the natural world. This causal argument posits that every event is the result of preceding causes. If this causal chain is unbroken, then every state, including human thoughts and actions, must be determined by what had come before. In this view, the universe operates like a complex set of dominoes. Once the initial conditions are set, and the first piece falls, the subsequent path is inevitable. A thought experiment that highlights the idea of determinism via causality is a variation of Laplace's demon. Imagine a super-intelligent being, which we'll call the predator. This being has access to all the information about every particle, wave, and quantum event in the universe at a given moment. It also possesses an unfathomably advanced understanding of the laws of nature far beyond current human comprehension. The predictor can process this information instantaneously and thereby predict every future event, including every decision that every human will make. Now let's focus the thought experiment on a specific human decision. Suppose there is a person named Alex who is presented with a simple choice, press a red button or a blue button. Before Alex is even aware of the choice, 
the predictor has already calculated which button Alex will press based on a complex understanding of the prior state of the universe and all the causal factors influencing Alex's decision-making process. Neural configurations, psychological conditioning, past experiences, and so forth. When Alex is finally presented with the buttons, it feels to Alex as though there is a genuine choice to be made. Alex weighs the options, considers a preference for red over blue, and feeling like a free agent, chooses the red button. According to the deterministic interpretation, Alex's choice was never actually free in the sense that it could have been otherwise. The predictor had already known that Alex would choose red, because all of the conditions leading up to Alex's decision necessitated that outcome. The quote-unquote choice was merely the unfolding of the causal chain that predetermines all events in the universe. This thought experiment is designed to illustrate that if determinism is true, and if such a predictor could exist, then the concept of free will is challenged. Every decision we make is simply the next link in the causal chain stretching back to the beginning of the universe. Our subjective experience of choosing may feel real to us, but under determinism, it's just the playing out of predetermined events. Then there's neuroscientific determinism, which has gained traction with advances in understanding the human brain. Research shows that many aspects of personality, behavior, and decision-making are closely linked with neurobiological processes. One of the most famous pieces of evidence comes from experiments by Benjamin Libet in the 1980s. Libet found that a measurable brain signal, known as the readiness potential, occurred before subjects reported the conscious decision to move. This finding suggests that the brain initiates actions before the conscious self is aware of them, which implies that the decision to act is not made by the conscious mind, but is determined by prior brain states. More recent studies have taken this a step further. Researchers using real-time brain scanning techniques like functional magnetic resonance imaging can predict a subject's choice several seconds before the subject is aware of having made a decision. If an observer can predict which option a person will choose before that person is even conscious of the choice, it raises profound questions about the role of consciousness in decision-making and supports the notion that our choices are predetermined by unconscious neural processes. Philosopher and cognitive scientist Daniel Wegner has argued that our sense of conscious will is an illusion. The brain constructs a narrative that we are the agent causing our actions, but this narrative lags behind the actual causal processes driving our behaviors. Wegner's argument is backed by numerous studies showing that the conscious experience of deciding to act is often a reconstruction, a story we tell ourselves after the fact. Determinists also point out that even if we accept that we act according to our desires and beliefs, we don't choose our desires and beliefs in the first place. They are the result of a complex mix of genetics, upbringing, social conditioning, and other environmental factors, all outside of our control. On a more fundamental level, neuroscientific determinism is grounded in the belief that mental states are brain states. 
Because the brain operates according to the laws of chemistry and physics, every thought, desire, and action can be traced back to these laws. The causal chain does not mysteriously pause or break when it comes to human decision-making. But what are some objections to this view? Quantum indeterminacy offers a compelling objection. Quantum mechanics has demonstrated that, at a fundamental level, particles do not adhere strictly to deterministic laws but behave in probabilistic ways. Quantum indeterminacy injects an element of fundamental randomness into the fabric of reality, challenging classical determinism. At the subatomic level, particles behave in ways that define precise prediction, encapsulated by the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, which constrains our ability to simultaneously know certain pairs of particles' properties. While quantum mechanics allows for probabilities of outcomes, such as the timing of radioactive decay, it eschews definite predictions. This inherent probabilism at the quantum level raises intriguing implications for the philosophy of free will and determinism as it introduces the possibility that not all events are causally determined by their antecedents. The debate persists on how, or even if, this quantum indeterminacy scales up to affect the macroscopic realm where human decisions occur, and whether it could underpin a genuine form of free will that contrasts with a deterministic universe. However, some philosophers and scientists argue that this indeterminacy could provide a space for free will to operate, undermining the deterministic view that every event is causally inevitable. Then there is the phenomenological argument, which emphasizes subjective experience and suggests that our internal experience of making choices is authentic and indicative of free will. At the core of the phenomenological argument is the claim that we do not experience ourselves as mere conduits for causal chains that stretch back to the beginning of time, but instead we experience ourselves as active agents, capable of shaping our destiny through choices and actions. This sense of agency is not merely an abstract concept, it is an integral part of our everyday experience, manifested in our feelings of deliberation, intention, and control over our actions. For many people, this experiential reality is prima facie evidence for the existence of free will. And lastly, moral responsibility is a key element in the debate. The argument from moral responsibility claims that if determinism were true, it would undermine the basis for ethical judgments and accountability. Our legal systems and social structures presuppose that individuals have the capacity to choose their actions freely and thus can be held morally responsible for them. If determinism negates free will, then punishing or praising individuals for their actions might be unjustifiable. Compatibilism attempts to reconcile free will with determinism, suggesting that free will is the freedom to act according to one's motivations and rationality without external coercion. In this framework, proposed by philosophers like Daniel Dennett, free will doesn't require the ability to act in a completely uncaused manner, but simply in a way that is aligned with one's own reasons and desires, even those that are ultimately determined by prior events. 
Debates between determinism and free will remain one of the most fascinating and unresolved issues in philosophy. Determinists put forth strong arguments based on causality, scientific laws, and neuroscience, suggesting that the universe, including human behavior, follows a predetermined path. On the other side, arguments for free will challenge deterministic interpretations of causality, pointing to the indeterminacy at the quantum level, emphasizing the undeniable experience of making choices, and stress the necessity of moral responsibility and present agent causation as a possible alternative. And then there are compatibilists that seek a middle ground suggesting that free will can exist within a deterministic framework. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and write a comment telling us what you think.